0: Thank you for your blessing stand up wherever you are let's thank him for his mercy for his kindness for his love thank you father in jesus name we have worship please raise your two hands to heaven say father let this month be for me my month of fulfillment give me testimony that will fulfill me this month in the name of jesus Go ahead and pray to the Lord and say, Lord, make this month for me my month of fulfillment. Let me have a reason to give testimony that will make me happy, that will make me fulfill." In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Father, by the power of your word, let this month be loaded with testimony. Give us your fulfillment in the name of Jesus. Everywhere where our shoe is pinning us, Father, heal that place and give us a turnaround story in the name of Jesus. Let your word give us fulfillment in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Please be seated. God bless you in Jesus' name. I read two stories this morning. Maybe I should start with the first one. One of my friends wrote to me He said, I want to give a friendly accountability of my service as a pastor and a missionary. And uh, one of the things that caught my attention is that there are some times that he gets frustrated and he wants to give up. That moving to the next phase. He started nineteen eighty 1995. That moving to the next phase of his ministry. That I should pray for him. I wanted to type, "It is well." I will pray for you. Then I change it to, "God is on your side." Will we will pray for you. Then I asked myself, "I have not prayed," and I have an opportunity that is sending to me on a Sunday morning that will ask the church to pray for him, for every missionaries, every pastors around the world. That may be feeling frustrated. So, I already made up my mind that I'm going to beg you to pray for everyone that is feeling frustrated. Say there are times he feels the pain, the journey, the loneliness. And maybe I feel like praying because I know he does his work in the north. And I felt that the journey at times might not be safe. And I owe him that duty. Please, I'd like you to stand on your feet. Let's pray for our Christian brothers in the north, the missionaries, the pastors. They may not have the luxury of what we have. Let's pray that, Lord, we give them peace. We comfort them and encourage them in Jesus' name. Let's pray for those of them that are struggling, that are feeling frustrated. They are pastors. They may not be appreciated. Some of them may be feeling the frustration of the work. Let's pray for them. Please, I'm begging you, let me pray for my friend. Wherever he is right now, that the Lord will touch him with his power, with his blessing, with his hand. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for my friend right now. Wherever he is, that you help him to fulfill his mission, his calling. He will enjoy the work. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed precious father we commit your servants and all other missionaries and pastors especially in the earth shown of the world where people are not friendly to the gospel the lord jesus that you will put them encourage them bless them comfort them and take care of their needs through all your means in the name of jesus Help them to enjoy fulfillment in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. Thank you so much. Please, you can be seated. May the Lord answer our prayers in Jesus' name. Number two thing that is important this morning that I read, that I had it in the mind before, that I'm going to encourage us to celebrate every member of this church that is alive. I had it from Friday to Saturday to Sunday. And God confirmed it again to me this morning as I enter. Somebody wrote and put a picture of somebody and said, You are forever in our hearts. And when they say something like that, that means that person has what? He has died. He says, exactly a year ago that you died. You are forever in our hearts. And I say, I don't like that greeting when people are alive celebrate them celebrate them very important every member of this church they are important and I told the workers that some people said they don't feel celebrated so let's celebrate everyone that is alive in any way we can with appreciation with love don't let them live in your hearts let them live in your life when they are alive And so we are going to celebrate every member of this church and the day that is important to them. Your birthday is important to you. Your wedding day is important to you. Maybe the day of the graduation of your children is important to you. Every day that is important to you, we are going to rejoice together. Praise the name of the Lord. And you know, God has made life very easy and simple. Very easy and simple. You can write a word that will touch somebody's heart. You can bless them with good words and they will never forget. So let's celebrate each other. And as we do that, the Lord will bless us in Jesus' name. And I said, I posted happy new month. Only very few of you responded. I said, see that you don't have data or you don't have time. So you give 20 people this morning and say happy new month to them. They must respond though. Stand up wherever you are and go and say happy new month. It's a brand new month for you. Go ahead and greet everybody. Happy new month The pastor is greeting you, and I'm greeting you too. Happy new month God bless you. We welcome you to church. The Lord bless you. Yes, I saw your post. <laughs> Prof. You didn't reply me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Go ahead and greet everybody this bad day, I'm a celebrate <laughs> Let's greet ourselves. Samuel, you know I love you. <laughs> God bless you, sir. God bless you. Oh, yeah, do it and do it and do it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, you God bless. Hallelujah. I welcome all our friends online. I'm greeting them in Oshogo and abroad. All of them that have joined this morning. And we are saying happy new month. May the Lord bless you in Jesus name. We sincerely appreciate everybody. We appreciate you. If you are the quiet type and we don't have your picture. At the end of the service we want to have your picture with us. So, Augustine, you snap everybody in their fine outfits this morning. Let's have the picture of everyone so that we can celebrate them. We send it to your home WhatsApp and we are going to keep a soft copy for your birthday. Praise the Lord. A very good one. If you want to go back home and redress, come back. We'll wait for you. (laughs) Praise the Lord. If you have a dream and a vision for God to fulfill, may the Lord do it for you this month. Genesis 24 verse 1. Living a life of fulfillment. Genesis 24 verse. You already know I love it. And we started with Isaiah 51 verse 2 that i going to it. Look at your father Abraham. I call him. I bless him. And I increase him. Look at how the Lord blessed Father Abraham. Now Abraham was old, well advanced in age, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. This is what we call fulfillment. You grow well. You advance in age. You live every day that the Lord wants to live on heart. You see your children's children, children. And the Lord has blessed you in all things. Blessing without sorrow. is what we call blessing in all things. You are blessed all rounder. That will be your portion in Jesus' name. But it's not only about Father Abraham. Concerning Isaac, Genesis chapter 26, verse 12 to 14. The Bible says, Isaac sold... The Lord bless him, multiply him hundred times more. The Bible says he had so many things, earthly possessions. That's what the Bible call it. It did not call it earthly goods. And the Philistines, that represent unbeliever, they envied him. That is living a fulfilled life where nobody is qualified to pity you. Nobody, everybody, I say, ah. You are blessed, sir. You are blessed, sir. That is where nobody is qualified to pity you. Say, me, I can't pity you. And I pray for you this morning. May you live an enviable life. That is concerning Isaac. Concerning Jacob, Genesis chapter thirteen, verse forty-three. The Bible says, "The Lord increased Jacob and multiplied his animal abundantly." Even the sons of Laban were jealous of him. Abraham was blessed. Isaac was blessed. Jacob was blessed. Thus the man became exceedingly prosperous and had large flocks. Female and male servant and camel and donkey. The Lord blessed him mightily. Father Abraham was blessed. Father Isaac was blessed. Father Jacob was blessed. What about Joseph? Genesis chapter 45 verse 8. Genesis chapter 45 verse 8. Joseph gave a testimony about the summary of his life. And said, so now it was not you who sent me here, but God. And he has made me a father to Pharaoh and lord of all his house and a ruler throughout all the land god has made me that was the testimony of joseph they live a fulfilled life i don't care what your neighbor says i don't care what your background is my prayer for you is that you are going to live a fulfilled life you will not be frustrated in the mighty name of jesus whether you are in this country or you are outside this country May the Lord give you grace to live a fulfilled life in the name of Jesus. We have prayed on Friday. but I'm going to give you three things that we are going to pray about that make somebody to live a fulfilled life. Number one thing that make you live a fulfilled life is to be satisfied with the favor of God. In other words, you are saturated with favor. We call it abundant favor. One door closes, seven doors open. Disappointment, turn to opportunity. Frustration, turn to blessing. Trial, turn to stepping stone. It is, it's like everything worked for you at all time. Everything worked for you at all time. John chapter 1 verse 16 says, Of his fullness, we have received grace upon grace, bestowed upon us. In you know other words, if you need another level of jail of grace, you receive it. They change fuel from 97 to 610 or to 580. You change the gear of grace. Another level of grace. Before, you count the money. When you want to buy 97 per liter. Now you ask them, do you have POS? Fill the tank. And you don't fill it. Another level of grace. Before you buy 1,000, 1,005. Now, but God has given you another level of grace that you feel tank without feeling it. They say it's 34,000, there's no problem. Feel it. You will not need more than grace to live a fulfilled life. Grace is everything. It's everything. The grace of God. Because he said concerning Paul, he said, My grace is sufficient for you. For my strength is made perfect in your weaknesses. He said, "Therefore, I will rejoice in when I am weak, for when I am weak, I am strong, because His grace is available." We are talking about satisfaction of grace. Deuteronomy thirty-three verse twenty-three. Deuteronomy thirty-three twenty-three, and I want to make this a prayer point this month of fulfillment. Look at what Deuteronomy 3.23 says. And of Naphtali he said, O Naphtali, satisfied with favor and full of the blessing of the Lord, possess the West and the South. May the Lord satisfy you with his favor. Psalm five, verse 12. The Lord will bless the righteous and he will surround them with favor like his seed. 360 degree of favor. In the morning, when you go out, enjoy favor. In the afternoon, enjoy favor. In the night, when you are sleeping, enjoy favor. In your workplace, enjoy favor. In your home, enjoy favor. Every eye that look upon you, may they favor you. In the name of Jesus. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 10. Apostle Paul says, I am what I am by the grace of God. And his grace, the grace that was bestowed upon me was not in vain. Say with me, the grace of God over my life will not be in vain. I will be satisfied with God's grace in the mighty name of Jesus. He said, even though I walk, I labor, it was the grace that helped me to walk. Grace of God, you are, you are laboring, but yet it's not so because the grace is giving you strength. You travel, you come back, you travel, you come back. You are saying, ah, where do you get this energy? But the grace has been made available to you. May you be satisfied with his grace in the name of Jesus. Amen. Romans chapter 8, verse 28 says, All things work together for good. Once the grace of God is at work, all things work together for your good. Romans chapter 5, verse 17 those people that receive abundant of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life so what we have to do lord satisfy me with your grace more grace abundant grace overflowing grace everlasting grace let it be upon me wherever you need help what you should be praying for is grace whatever battle you are facing what you need is grace Wherever you are carrying load, what you need is grace. You need grace to survive the economy. You need grace of God. And the grace of God will be sufficient for you in Jesus' name. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 23. He said, whether you are for Apollo, or you are for Paul, all things are yours. Under grace, all things are yours. 1 Corinthians 3, 23. Christ, Put on verse 22. Proverbs twenty-two. Whether Paul or Apollo, or Sebas or the world, or life or death, or things present or things to come, all are yours. Don't your neighbor and say, "I'm blessed yes. under favor; all things are mine. I am blessed in every area. I am not disadvantaged." Can you say it well? The grace factor is upon me. All things are mine. All things work together for my sake. I am blessed, satisfied with the favor of God. Say "Amen" thirty times. To be fulfilled in life, number one, you must be satisfied with your. Why am I saying this? You can have money and not have good eggs. You can have good health and not have long life. I've seen people that look perfectly fit, slim. Everything is okay. And they were involved in a motor accident and they died. In they are 50. They say, ah, he never had anything that has terminal disease. Oh, he just uh, traveled and warned something happened to him. It is the grace of God. I call one of my friends. CM was asking me to call one of my friends in Abuja. I call him three, four times. He didn't pick it. I call him again he didn't pick so i zoomed that he has traveled abroad that maybe he's not in the country after one time again i called thinking that he must have returned say pastor he you have to thank god for me oh. i said what happened he said i was dead for six days i said dead what do you mean he said i was unconscious for six days he came during my 50th birthday he was the one that preached stay in Abuja. Say I was unconscious for six days. I said, tell me what happened. Because I, I, I ran to my friend, I said, come on here what this my friend is saying. He said, he was posted to Bini on an assignment and um, he was in a hotel. One of his friends came to visit him and he just said, let him escort the person to cross the road. A car was coming. maybe he lost control. He hit him from the back. He said, that's the only thing you could remember. They carried him to ICU. He was unconscious for six days. He said, I've been dead. You'll obituary. He said, in fact, the day you are calling me is the first time I'm entering the office. Because people believe in Abuja that I have died. So they say, okay, after some month, come, come and show yourself that you have not died. So I started asking him, what about your leg? He said, it's okay. What about your this? Are you sure you are conscious now? In fact, I could not, talk. I was just praising God. I was just praising God. Fine man. A car was coming. He said he knocked him down so badly that it took the grace of God for him to come back to life. So, things that we do, that we just travel, we come back, we cross roads, something, it's the grace of God. So, we must be satisfied with God's grace. When you are traveling this season, say, Lord, satisfy me with your grace. Not just more grace, but more grace. Let it be available to me. That is number one thing that guarantees a fulfilled life. Not that you receive secondary grace. Abundant grace. Multiple grace. Overflowing grace. Where other people died, you are going to live. Where they suffer, you will enjoy. In the mighty name of Jesus. I want people to look at me and say. Ah this grace is too much. What did you carry like this? I want to be a living testimony. That grace work. Because that's what we guarantee. A fulfilled life. Remember the Bible says. It is not of him that will it, Neither is of him that run it. It's of God. That showed mercy. Romans chapter 9 verse 16. I'm talking about satisfy grace now. Okay, number two thing that helps you to live a, a fulfilled life is where you are blessed to give. You can be blessed to have things that you need, but you can never be happy until you become a giver. You don't know the joy of living until you start extending your hand. I'm not talking about bribing God to receive I'm talking about the fact that you can change people's life in your capacity. That is where God wants us to get to. That is where you are fulfilled. And let me tell you something very practical this morning. Are you hearing me? It will start from your family. It will start from your family. Not that your children are hungry. And you are giving. Except you do juju money your family will feel your generosity. God wants it that way. Because when you are blessed, God wants them to feel that you are blessed. You become a giver, a willing giver. Not somebody that they manipulate to give. Not that they manipulate you to give. Blessed to give and to impart life... What makes you a happy person? I have seen me giving somebody something, and the person started weeping. The weeping, like a thanksgiving, is like a joy to my heart that cannot be described. Blessed to give to other people, you do not only have what you can eat, but you have a capacity. To make somebody say, ah, I thank God for your life. That is when you live a fulfillment. If all you do is to walk for your mouth, my friend, you are not blessed enough. You are not blessed. There must be capacity for you to be a giver. Because very soon, if all you are doing is to eat, you'll be a beggar. So your capacity must increase. When we say it is offering time, you are happy. Giving now becomes a thanksgiving. Not a murmuring time. God, you have blessed me. I should give now. I should help. I should help. I was telling the men last Sunday that when we are constructing this water uh, waterhead tank with the pole, I told the weather that we call that please, because the iron are heavy, we want to use it for something that we carry higher capacity. Cut it and join it. I've seen some people join it as they move up. Make sure you join it. He said, No, we join it from ground. I said, Number one, it will be difficult for us to carry. Number two, it might be dangerous. I didn't receive any fish. I didn't see anything. I just felt that it would be easier and safer. But he said, He preferred to do it in his own way. So when he was trying to put it in, we called people. They were trying to pull and to shake and to pull and to make sure everything in alignment. So, after I feel that they have done everything well, I was there with them. Then, Tom came to my office and said, Daddy, I said, Is it pencil? You know, he has a way to give me news that you'll be so embarrassed. <laughs> we build one house at the back of the school sometimes ago. And it was raining. Really, he just came to me and said, Oh, you, oh you think Hello. I said, Oh, ah, ah. I said, It's not possible. I went outside. I said, ah, ah, where is the building? He said, Oh, School here. the other school. So when he told me that the, man, the man's hand is broken, ah, I said, This is a serious issue. And the man sat down as if nothing happened. So I said, Please take him to the hospital. So he drove him. Then they called me. They said, ah, the B they gave us is 625,000. I said, ah, oh, well, He said, ah, oh, well, call. We said, looking, what are we going to do? I said, no, 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 I'm coming. I drove down. I hugged the doctor. You know how you greet somebody when you need help from them. We just said, how is your family? How is said, wife? How did you do? He did not mention the price. That's one thing he did not do. But we talk about so many other things, and we say, "Ah, because he knows you. Ah, because he knows you. There is no problem because he knows you." He now told him, "Okay, go and buy sweet things tomorrow. Come and take your bill." He said, "But when you collect your bill, come and show me." So he collected the bill and showed him, and wrote one thirty thousand. The man was happy. He came, said did you do 130. I said, ah, well, I transfer 130. Only for them to call me and say, eh, you don't see minus up. It is minus 130. <laughs> Thank God that he has finished the operation. He has done everything. He has it is minus 130. So you know, all of a sudden I forget mathematics. I say, when you remove 130. What will remain? Is it not like 500 or something? <laughs> I said, Top area, you lo- know, calculator, <laughs> he said, Daddy, ah, we said, he said, oh, we end up in 370 something. And I was worried. Ha! What kind of rubbish is this? What is this thing? How are we going to do it? What is this issue? And the man, after some time, they release him. And you know what he did? He came with his aunt to my office. Pastor, I said, go. I started imagining that all of a sudden, I changed the way I look at myself. I look at myself as a giver. I saw a man. They called Pastor Gabriel. Raising offering for a man that had an accident with his aunt. And the holy who was ministering to me. If a pastor can raise offering for somebody like this, will somebody walk in your sight and you abandon him? And I told my wife, I said, God is ministering to me. We must help this man. We cannot offend our friend. He has done the work. There's nothing we are going to do. We just must move up and be a giver. There is we must do something what are we going to do? I said, I don't know. We just must do something. So I invited him. I said, come. Do you have money to give? How much can you give in your own capacity? He said, 150. I said, okay, how much is remaining? He said, yeah, let's go. And I said, remove the money we have paid. I said, pay your own. He said, okay. I'll come and pay my own later. I said, am I free? He said, you are free. There are some things, responsibility you can't ignore there are some responsibilities and I'm telling you, the way people are looking at us is somebody that should be a giver yesterday I came here they are having neighbors meeting around here, all this they call a community meeting and the chairman, waved me down there's a request we have we want you to do the way at the back and do the, the drainage I say, I don't have the money now. If you want to use sack to fill the road, and you need 20000 for somebody that will fill all the gutter, the way they put sand in sand in the sack, tell me I will give money. That Even my whole house, the place is not that. We normally money to use sack. Let's use sack for now. They say, oh, we understand, pastor. We understand. You must be blessed to give, because that is the mind of God for you. Second Corinthians chapter 9 verse 8 says, God is able to make all grace flow to you so that you will give generously to others. That is what makes you a fulfilled person. Because people will not count you as a responsible person until you begin to give. That is the capacity for fulfillment. Don't just pray for your mouth. Pray to be somebody that will make impact also financially in the life of other people, and it's possible. It's possible because other people are doing it, it's possible because other people are doing it even with joy. And they will tell you when they give that it is a privilege. Can you imagine somebody giving money to sponsor people and say, Pastor, thank you for counting me worthy? It is a privilege. I get challenged. They don't feel it. They give it the joy. God has blessed them to that level. And that is the level I call the level of fulfillment. You are not only blessed for yourself. You are also blessed to help other people. God is taking us there. And all of us must get there in Jesus' name. I've seen some people dancing with joy. And giving without feeling it. Because they were blessed to do that. Act chapter twenty, verse thirty-five. Galatians chapter four, verse fifteen. 16 sixteen seven, and Ephesians four twenty-eight. Whichever one you read, let's be quick about it. Blessed to give and to help other people. You are blessed to give and to help other people. Act chapter twenty, verse thirty-five. I have shown you in every way. By living like this, that you must support the weak and remember the words of our Lord Jesus that he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. He's saying that the capacity I want to get to is that you receive from me abundant blessing and you distribute it easily. By that people will love you. You too you will be happy when you are a blessing to other people. God blesses you so that you can be a blessing. If you are not blessed enough, you pray more to be blessed, to be a blessing. And will you forever be a blessing in Jesus name. Amen. Deuteronomy 16 verse 17. You can read from verse 15. Deuteronomy Deuteronomy what? 16 verse 17. Let's see 16 17. Okay. Every man give as he is able according to the blessing of the Lord your God which he has given you. Every man It's not the situation whereby there is a a reason for us to give. And you will say you don't have. Because all of us have access to the grace of God. The same Lord over all is rich unto all that call on his name. If God is rich to all that call upon his name, all of us must have. The capacity may differ, but giving should be general. We have to give in our whole level but every one of us, we are born to be a giver. You are born to be what? Turn to your neighbor and say, you are born to be a giver. <laughs> that is how to break the backbone of Kosi. The moment you see yourself as a giver, provision will come your way. I'm telling you the truth. though. That's how it works. See yourself as a giver. A giver to your family, a giver to the church, a giver to people in need. Once you change the perspective or the perception that you have about your life, the capacity to give will be given to you. Capacity to give. The moment you feel that I want only can't give, I want to ni mama nisi. that's how it works. But your little widow's might in giving is important. Is a mindset. I must be a giver. Not a borrower. So scale up the way you think. Do you know at times, and it's not only in the church that they give. You don't think a uh, pastor is talking because of the church. No. Do you know if one believer gives? Did you see what is happening in social media now? They will say, eba bawari, eba and somebody will give a brand new car. Have you not seen that? Kamen state. Have you not seen Camo State? on, Federal? You have seen him now? He will just say, hey, he will job. And, people begin to, and people give willingly. Not only in the church. Even one man, a, a, a drama person said, he received a dream that one uh, pastor Gabriel is coming to him to bless him. And he went to him. He wrote him. He called him. Come and come to my church. Come and see my problem. Come and raise money for me. And the man wait and say, Baba, and in two hours he raised 1.2 million for him. So it's not only in the church. Don't think that we are talking about giving because it's the church, people that have blessing, they give because it makes them happy. That is another life. Your children must see you as a generous person. The church must see you as somebody that is blessed. You are not trying to prove a point or compete, but you are trying to contribute to your own quota as a responsible citizen, wherever you are. And you don't feel it. You are thanking God that you have a privilege to be a giver. Please see that. That's why you are fulfilled in life. Read it again. The next one. Ephesians chapter 4. Verse 28. Blessed to give and to help other people. So that you don't feel bad that you are being cheated when you give. You are not cheated at all. You are just telling yourself that you are a giver in life. You give in the church, you are happy. You give in your community, you are happy. You give to the widow, you are happy. You give to the blessed privileged, you are happy. And the moment you have that mentality, you are a giver. You will never lack blessing. It's in the mind. Resources to give will come your way. will come. It's in your mind. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 28. Let a who stole steal no longer, but rather let him walk. Walking with his hand. What is good? That they have something to give him. Who has need. This is the standard of Apostle Paul. All of us should be walking adults so that one we are not tempted to steal two we do not become a beggar in life the mind of God is not that we are going to be begging and all of you that are walking may the Lord bless your work or in the language of all that bless you also wherever you go may the Lord bless it in the name of Jesus may the Lord multiply your efforts in Jesus name everything you are proposing to do may the Lord make it work in the name of jesus fulfillment comes when you are living a life of blessing just change the way you look at yourself forget about your background i am a blessing to this world i am not a liability i am a blessing to my wife i am a blessing to my children i am a blessing to the church of god i am a blessing to the community and somebody somewhere is thanking God for you because you exist. No man will take your place in Jesus' name. Let me turn to your neighbor. Say, "I will thank God for your life. You'll forever be relevant. You'll forever be a blessing." In the name of Jesus, say it three times. So when you give, they are not cheating you. You are just declaring. That you are not a beggar, you are a giver in your own capacity. And I've said this time without number. If you have parents, give them, give them from the little that you have. Just separate something. I must give my mother. Just transfer. You see the blessing; they will be happy. If they don't say, Ah, he's rich already. Don't do that. If you have children, pray that God bless you to bless your children very well. Bless your wife. Bless people around you. Anytime there's an opportunity, make sure you give. In fact, verse 16 of that, chapter 16 says that when you appear before God, you should not appear empty. That means you should come with the mindset of a giver. And the Lord will bless you in the name of Jesus. Number three way to live a fulfilled life is to live a profitable life. Please, live a profitable life. If you refuse to live a profitable life, you will not progress in life. Proverbs 4, verse 18 says, The path of the just is like a shining light. A ever-progressive life. Live a dynamic, progressive life. Isaiah 48, verse 17. Isaiah 48, verse 17. Thus says the Lord, Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the only one of Israel, and the Lord your God, who teaches you to what? profit. May you profit in life. That's what we are saying. At the end of this year, may you have plenty profit. May you not go into liquidation. May you not go into debt. May the Lord cause the work of your hand to profit. In the name of Jesus Christ. Whether they are selling for 600 or 580, may you still have profit in life. In the name of Jesus. See, I'm the Lord that teaches you to profit I want you to profit Psalm chapter 1 verse 3 it says you shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water whatever you lay your hand upon we prosper we prosper whatever you do you will make profit so I prophesy to all of you in your work in your dwelling enjoy profit in the name of Jesus may the Lord connect you to maximum profit May you have savings in the name of Jesus. May you have investment in the name of Jesus. Amen. Please, let's have the mindset that if I'm going to be fulfilling in life, I must live a profitable life. My life must be profitable. My time must count. My labor must count. There must be left over. It is left over that make you happy. Not at it bad. Adding nothing. That is not the way God has designed your life. Always ask yourself at the end of the month, is there any left over? There must be something carried forward. I thank God for the man that the Lord directed me to when the Lord called me into this ministry, this particular abundant grace ministry, Reverend Samadiemi. One of the things he taught me is this, and I cannot forget, you must never be broke. And I asked him why, because I asked a question. He said, it is easier to use faith when you have something than when you don't have anything. Faith is difficult when you are hungry. Don't let anybody deceive you. It is easier to use faith when you have little. Trusting God for multiplication is easier. I want to buy a car and I have a saving of 500,000. I know a car is uh, 3.5, 4.5 but you cannot say ah, D-Y. I want a car that will not give me trouble but 500,000 motion rate. the way show. Okay, the Lord I help me. Not that. I claim it in Jesus' name. Shh. You don't claim people's car. You claim saving first. Saving towards what you want to achieve first. You claim it first. Lord, I want to have saving this year. This year, I want to have I want to leave a profit, there must be something carried forward. And if you are spending everything, it must be on investment that we eat, not for pleasure. Not for pleasure, not for pleasure. Don't eat everything, and don't use everything for fashion. Do all or no? Uh, uh, our mothers don't have uh, makeup artists, and I still remember my late mother was a beauty pageant. She was very, very beautiful in her natural state, no makeup. I'm not saying makeup is not a sin, but if you borrow to paint a bit your face, it's become a sin because it is not profitable to you. All things are lawful for me. But not all things are profitable. You say, Pastor, your message is always hard. I say, which one is hard now? What did I say that is wrong? It is wrong for you to borrow 60,000 naira to do makeup. If you have it, I don't care. That's your level. You can use 100. I don't care how much they do it. They can do 1 million. For you, for you to borrow something you are going to wash off after the wedding. And somebody is now chasing you. You think what I am saying is uh, is not easy, real. I've passed somebody like that before. Uh, you remember? You remember? I passed on people like that before, I say, ah, okay. That is not profitable. We should be intelligent to speak to ourselves at this level. Why should I borrow to eat? That is number one. Why should I borrow to dress myself? Why should I borrow? Why am I impressing? Most of the people, they don't look at you. That's the truth. Use what you have neatly. For most of the most important things you need in life, you can get it in a natural way without being expensive. And don't compete with others because you don't know where they are in their life. You never know where they are. Live your life. Enjoy your life. Live a profitable life. A life of self-sufficiency at your level. Always thanking God for where you are. Lord, I'm very grateful. That is how to move up. Profitability will help you to invest and to be blessed. Listen to that. Bring forth his fruit in his season and whatsoever he does shall prosper. Whatever you do, may you prosper in Jesus' name. Okay, permit me to read one more. I know you will like this. Matthew 25, 26 to 29. Talking about living a profitable life. And we must be conscious of it. If we are going to do that. It's a long story, but I'm just concluding. But his Lord answered and said to him, You are wicked and lazy servant. You need that I reap where I have not sown. And I gather where I have not scattered. He gave them talent. And he said, do business with this. Make profit with this till I come. He gave somebody five. He gave somebody two. He gave somebody one. You remember the story very well. The one that had five traded with his talent and had extra five. The one that had two traded with his talent and made extra two. The one that had one refused to trade with his own. And he hid it in the ground. And when the master come, he started asking them to give an account how far they have gone by trading. The first one said thank you Jesus for giving me this. I have multiplied it. Second one said thank you. I have multiplied this. And he was happy. He said enter into the joy of your Lord. In other words be fulfilled in life. The joy of the Lord is your strength. So, But for the one that refused to trade with it. His Lord answer him. You are wicked and lazy. In other words if you are not living a profitable life. God sees you as a wicked person. And as a lazy person, you are not living a profitable life, number one, because you don't want to help any other person. You don't want to help any other person. That's why you are living that way. Somebody told my brother and said, What will I eat? I'm okay now that. And he started living. A very simple life, going to farm, selling things. He said, "Sell and make money." He said, "There is no need, though. What are we eat? Just go to farm, do little farm." And the day he died, my brother came here last week or last month, told me that the man died alone in the farm. Nobody to carry him. They discovered he was dead over about three days. That's how he died. When you are planning to live alone, you will die alone. Live a profitable life that you need other people to come and help you to do it. Those human beings are wicked. Live a profitable life. Okay, we don't pass 27. 27, we are going to 29. Quickly, Matthew 25, 27. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers and at my coming, I will have received back my own with interest. Another word, with profit. So if you are doing something that is not profitable now, Instead of complaining, pray to God, Lord, is there any other thing I can do that will make this thing profitable? That's what you need to do. Don't let God God, give me more wisdom. Because if this man had has for wisdom, how to live a profitable life, the master would have instructed him, okay, the profit may not be much, but there will still be profits. Do you get what I'm saying now? Okay, Verse 28. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has ten. Verse 29. For to everyone who has, more will be given and he will have abundance. But from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away. This is the word of the bankers. Bankers don't give money to start up in this country. They give it to somebody that is living well, doing well. They say we want to see your book. They will pursue you. You can pursue bankers everywhere. They will give you money, but when they see that you are president, when they see that you are living a profitable life, they will say, "Oh yeah, why yeah whoa. They give to people that have money, so that they can have abundance. They take from people that do not have and give it to people that know what to do with what they have. That is why you have to change the way you live. Your life must be profitable because if you live on the deficit all the time, they will be taken from you and be given to people that are better than you. No matter the level that you are in, you must live a profitable life. Stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. I want to raise your hands to heaven. I want to live a fulfilled life. Help me to live a profitable life. That when I look at my life and I look at my labor, my soul will be satisfied. I will not live a wasteful life. I will not live a life on debit, on borrowing. I will not live a life of frustration a life that is struggling. I want to live a life that is inventful and profitable in the mighty name of Jesus. Father bless my going out and my coming in. Bless the work of my hand. Help me to live a profitable life even this month even this year in the mighty name of Jesus. Help me to invest wisely. Help me to manage my time correctly. Help me to live a profitable life in the name of Jesus. In Jesus mighty name we have prayed. Please raise your two hands to heaven. Say father. Bless me to become a giver. Not a complainer. When people ask me for things bless me to have and to be a giver in the mighty name of Jesus. Tell him lord I want to be generous. Help me to be a giver, not a beggar. Why should I be a beggar when I can be a giver? I choose to be a giver, even at my capacity. Give me the mind of a giver and not a beggar. In the name of Jesus, Lord, bless me to give. Let your grace to have and to give. Let it be given unto me. Pray very well and God will do it. Lord, do it for me in the name of Jesus raise my capacity to give and to be a giver in the name of jesus in jesus mighty name we have prayer and the third one is important please your two hands to heaven with humility say father more grace satisfy me with your grace let your grace be sufficient for me where other people think that i'm going to die or i'm going to suffer let me enjoy your grace where the devil thought is going to frustrate me. Let your grace be sufficient for me. Let your strength be made perfect in my weaknesses. Wherever I'm weak, let your grace be available. In the name of Jesus, Father, I want to enjoy satisfied grace. like, Like Naphtali. Oh Naphtali, be satisfied with favor. Lord, satisfy me with favor. Saturate me with favor run me with favor let me life be full of your grace life without sorrow life without blemish life without any evil record life without lack blessed in all things by the grace of God Lord do it for me pray for grace you need it you need grace to go up and down and not forsake you need grace to move up and down and live a good life you need grace to live a long life. It is not of him that will willeth. Neither is of him that runeth. It. It's of God that showeth mercy. Lord, let your grace be sufficient for me in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Let's pray this prayer quickly. If you are holy and for any reason you don't like it, i like you to close and say, Lord, enough of borrowing. I want to move to another level. You, are, you know you have a bad debt. Debt that is weighing you down. I want to trust God for a miracle supply in the name of Jesus. A miracle supply. Maybe you have an outstanding bill to pay that is bothering you. That's like a load of, of burden upon you. Lord, take away the burden of debt in the mighty name of Jesus. Every chain, Lord, take it away in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayer. Please raise your hands to everyone, right and everybody. May the Lord bless your hand. With this hand you have left over, in the name of Jesus, the blessing of God upon your life will be inexhaustible. It will be overflowing. In the name of Jesus, receive anointing for leftover. There will be always something that will be left over in Jesus' name. Sufficient for emergency need in the name of Jesus. Sufficient for investment in the name of Jesus. Sufficient to build houses in the name of Jesus. Sufficient to buy new car in the name of Jesus. I pray for you this morning. You will never be frustrated. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Please sit down. Sit down please close your eyes and say with me Lord Jesus I surrender my life to you I give my life to Jesus write my name in the book of life I will follow you all the days of my life I want to live a fulfilled life Lord Jesus help me thank you Father in Jesus mighty name we have prayed if you have prayed that prayer may the Lord forgive your sin. I write your name in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayer. You can now clap your hands together for Jesus. (laughs) Prophesy to your neighbor. Say, neighbor, neighbor. You will live a fulfilled life, a happy life. You are blessed in all things. Shout, hallelujah.